You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Oh my God! You need so funny. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I can't get back. Go ahead and there we go. Tell me why I can't. Yes, we asked you how can we do this again? No, no, I'm not. I'm showing her how it doesn't show up on my phone. All right, I'm gonna share it, and then you can. um... Your excuses, Jackie. Coming faster. Right. No excuses. <laughs> I just showed her. I can't find it. No. I just showed her. What time is it? It's hot day. Woo woo. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo. We're just a little off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jackie's like, yeah, Dave, let's go live. Yeah, let's do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like that, Jackie. <laughs> did? Yeah. It's cool. Wednesday. It goes for my phone. Right. Tell me what I'm, I'm tagging you in it. Just relax. You're okay. No, for some reason. No, just take a deep breath. It's fine. I'm not taking the deep breath. It's I'm gonna like, tag you in it. Like I think, I think you guys blocked me. Happy Hump Day. You guys are hilarious. The fun chaos of. You know what? I literally spoke too soon. I got to tell you, this is all my fault. I was literally saying to her, I love broadcasting from home. I have my pajamas still on on the bottom. Like, I only have to get dressed from here up. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then I jinxed us, and then we had all these technical difficulties. So I take responsibility. I'm so sorry. And you should. And you should. It's my fault. Happy anniversary, lady. Yeah. So you both. Your wedding anniversaries yesterday, huh? Was it yesterday? Yep. Yes. No, yep. the fifth. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday. Today's oh, Wednesday. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah, the, Nora right. and I both have wedding anniversaries on Monday. Yes. Yeah. Aww. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank Come you. Although was Gina was the first to have it on that day, so I'm just number two. That's all. Aww. You happy? Eight, eight years. <laughs> How many? Yeah. 18 for me. So Rocky, wow. you were like two, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. I remember the day. I know I said when we were on the phone, I said it was our anniversary because that's the day that Uncle Mike solidified you in our lives. Because so I, I'm only, I'm only, we would have had to get rid of him. I'm only yeah, two exactly. this time. <laughs> two, two years this time You're around. Two. two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many was it the first time? Um, six. Who's counting? Uh, yeah, who's counting? Oh. Nobody's so you're, counting. You're eight. eight. And how many yeah. years was it in between two and six? Uh, like 10, 10, 12. So, <laughs> was it yeah. really 10 it years? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Yep. Look at her. She's like, so let's. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about decisions, girls. <laughs> oh gosh. Let's not. Do we have to? Well, I mean Do we have to. I mean, I guess we could. Okay, relax. But you know, nah, never mind. <laughs> Go ahead, Sheena. Go well, ahead, you know, decisions. Decisions, yeah. Exactly. Quite honestly, though, research shows uh that we make about two thousand decisions. Every hour. Holy now, some of them are I wonder really? why I'm so exhausted all the wow. time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Exactly. Are you <laughs> every hour? Yep. The typical Pardon? I subconsciously and consciously. I mean, those aren't conscious decisions. You're not making two thousand. No conscious so, decisions. Right. No, you're not making 2000 conscious decisions, but you're making about 2000 decisions. Some of them are conscious. Some of them are subconscious. Some of them are big decisions. In the morning, you make decisions. What are you going to wear? What are you going to eat? Are you going to eat that cake? Are you going to eat that, you know, piece of fruit, stay on your diet, go off your diet? Some of them are just instinctive or instinctive decisions or basic decisions, but then some of them are major decisions. And there's quite actually um, a study that said there are different kinds of decisions that you make and different things to look out for when you're making a decision. 
and what the um, the effect that the the for example decision fatigue the effect that has on when you are tired and you're making a decision. See what I mean. It <laughs> so what do you think happens when you make a mental fatigued decision? You make what sometimes? That donut last night. I'm kind of thinking yeah. that that was the the cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you said that, Rocky. I was thinking of the cheesecake because you know we went to um, Lucky's for for dinner, and you know they have that good cheesecake. So yeah, I was thinking oh, but about they that. Such good. That doesn't they sound do. like a bad decision to me. I that know. doesn't sound like a it, bad it, decision to me. That it, sounds like, it wasn't. That sounds like you were saying <laughs> they've got the best cheesecake. So, <laughs> they do. Their care yeah. cake is really good. <laughs> decisions made with mental fatigue, your energy levels, you know, they need to be high. And so if you're tired, they're low. So the study I read said anything, any decision you're going to make that's an important decision, not to be fatigued and to make it in the morning when your energy level is the highest. Okay. So, okay. That makes sense. So, so can you tell me, my daughter went to, um, take her license photo and you know, um, her birthday was in March. So, you know, it took forever to get her picture back and she just got it back probably, you know, a few days ago and she opens it up and she pulls out the license and it's a picture of her with her mask on. (laughs) Okay, that is the greatest thing I have ever heard. I think I have to get mine renewed. I'm going to do the same thing. So they let her do it like that. So wait. So they do you think she? Do you think she was mentally fatigued, or the lady taking the picture was mentally fatigued? <laughs> I was thinking. Oh my gosh. The second huh? one is distraction. Like when you're when you're making decision based with so much distraction going on. So maybe if it was done in March and, you know, people were thinking about, oh, the virus and things are different and coming in with masks and that kind of stuff. So the woman taking the picture and your daughter standing for the picture, she made the decision (laughs) and she was distracted. You know how you stand and you're like, oh, I don't want to look, how how am I going to look? But see, <laughs> my daughter works third shift, so I'm sure she went, she made, she was fatigued. I'm exhausted. sure. Right. So, yeah, so when she gets there, you know, yeah. to take the picture, she never even after she took the picture, she never even thought, you know, as walking out and everything that, hey, I had my mask on. She never even realized oh my it until she got the picture in the mail. <laughs> Well, well, at least, least now, she was wearing so now yeah, and she has proof this. now. She has proof. She has to do this yeah. when she goes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So oh, that is awesome. Luckily, she still has the old one, but, you know, still, I'm sure she's going to have to take another one. But I just can't understand because, you know, when you're when you're there, normally they'll say, do you want to take your glasses off or you know, yeah, because yeah. even mm-hmm. even in a passport picture, you can't wear your glasses. You know, you have really? to take your glasses. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that either. Oh, oh I didn't know the glare. Yeah, yeah. Oh. no, it's not even that. I I think they it's they think it's it would be part of a disguise or something. So they don't yeah. want you to to wear them like that. You know, well, so. Rocky always takes her makeup artist with her. When I'm <laughs> she, and she, no, I have to say, she gets a mugshot, my driver's <laughs> license, <laughs> or passport. She takes her makeup artist. I do. I have to prove my mugshot. Is is the best. <laughs> that's the way you I really would have do it. Huh, I, did. Yeah. I was like, that's a yeah. great picture. Yeah. So, so now I, I my passport that. picture is yeah. literally the worst picture. <laughs> I, it's, I look just, I'm like, I'm like, they were like, you can't bad. I'm like a like surprise. Like I look like I'm off to no good in my photo. Like it's so bad. I'm surprised every time I don't go to so, a plane, like on the plane, they're like, uh, we need to talk to you a little further. <laughs> I Speaking of, I have to take another one because you know, you know, I have all these aliases now. So every time I have to take another well, picture. Yeah, no it's very important that you keep all those up to date. Yeah, we know yeah. it's a lot of work. We, we but... know you're on the run. Yeah. Gina, what were you gonna what? say? Dina, I was about the passport picture. I when the reason last time I had mine. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. The last time I had yeah, mine, yeah, I, I stood and I'm like, 
you know, ready. And he's like, don't smile so much. Yeah. Don't you can't don't smile. Don't smile so much because when, when you're up at the, up at the counter and they're looking, you're not going to be like, Hey, smiling. Yeah. That's true. I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to be serious. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I found out the hard way that you, I went to take my pictures at, at Meyer cause you know, they take them and yeah. I go to, to the post office, you know, to do everything. And they're like, Oh, we can't take this picture. And I'm like, well, why? And they're like, do you have glasses on? It's like, nobody um, told me that. So yeah, I had wow. to go, they actually gave me the money back, but I had to, but I'm like, that's why good. wouldn't you know that if you're doing passport pictures? So that, that's all yeah, I'm saying. Right. It's like, yeah. Right. So huh. yeah. Yeah. So that little tidbit and, you know, of course I've tried to drink out of a straw with my mask on too. So yeah. <laughs> but we've all been there. I still I coffee like that. all the way down my face. And I had to get rid of a mask because I went, my Starbucks was the first thing of the morning decision. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or it brings me to my next, my next kind of decision-making um, state that you're, that you're sometimes in the state of mind you're sometimes in it's multitasking when you're trying mm. to do too many things and you're making a decision and you're talking here and you're doing that and you're so multitasking. And the study I read said important decisions should never be made while multitasking. Like the bigger the decision, the more impact it's going to have on your life. You should specifically spend time and put time aside, like, I'm going to make this decision about whatever major event and not be doing anything else, like close off social media, your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. Yeah. During yeah. the day, you should focus on just kids. one task at hand and make that major decision. So, yeah. okay. Good tip. Good, good tip on mindfulness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Gina, for, for those little those little tidbits. Thank you. She that I, I'll probably, I, I'll never use, but yeah. <laughs> Neither will this one. You know how many times a day we talk and I'm like, well, we talked about this and she's like, wait, when did we talk about that? Or she'll ask me the same question. And I'm like, oh, already, but it's okay. <laughs> That's why you get crazy. Cause I'm yeah, <laughs> Well, speaking wow. of decisions, we have a great guest on today. So why don't we get ready, Miss Nora? You take get it away. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Take it away, Gina. Thank you very much. We're hoping at this point our guest, Victoria Woody, has not thinking like, oh, God, what decision did I make to be in this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quite honestly, though, we know that she has made a great decision to be here with us and share her journey and her um, foundation. She is the director of, I want to make sure I get this right, the director of the of development for the Dick Wagner Remember a Child Foundation. Is that correct? The correct? Did I get that all yes. out right? Very yes. Good. This is an amazing foundation that helps children in hospitals with music therapy. And typically, a lot of the funding for this program comes from live concerts. Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, in like recent events in recent months, you faced some challenges and some decision making that has changed the course of your funding. However, you got creative with your team and did an amazing live event that got many um, musicians involved and was very profitable for your organization. So she is here today to talk about her great successes, the foundation, and what's coming up. Please welcome Victoria Woody. Welcome. Thank you for the awesome intro. And um, yeah, we did, we did live rock concerts downtown Detroit. Uh, we gathered 
um, a lot of the Dick Wagner artists um, that were affiliated with him. And some of you may not know or heard of Dick Wagner, but if I mention names like Alice Cooper, um, School's Out for Summer, some of those oh, yeah. old 70 jams. If I mention Kiss or Lou Reed or Aerosmith, you might go, oh, yeah, we, what has Dick Wagner got to do with this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, how, um, he wrote the music, produced and played. Um, oh, so wow. there's some iconic okay. rock and roll uh legendary songs that in the rock and roll industry, if your music layers deep, then you go, oh yeah, Dick Wagner, Maestro of Rock. Well, in his passing in 2014, uh, the founder, Susan Michelson, decided to do a big memorial concert in his honor. And it was a sold out show at the Fillmore. So we had guys um, from various bands. Um, we had Derek St. Holmes from Ted Nugent, Mark Farner from Grand Funk, then we brought in Brad Whitford, uh, who plays with Aerosmith. Uh, so it's a full artist show. And then 100% of our profits go to music therapy funding for children's hospitals. And what's amazing is we, we had our three concerts in a row. Um, we were planning one for 2020. And ta-da! Ta-da! Yeah. yeah. So we're like, you know, we, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's just a redirection of creativity. Mm -hmm. So it was an opportunity to give all of our artists something to do to give back. And that's exactly what we've done. Um, so being you can't put on a big live show at a big venue, um, we came up with a new program and it's called Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Ooh. Love that's it. cute. I love it. We all these cute little tambourines that's that go to so children's hospitals. <laughs> awesome. We do yeah. fun and send all the music, uh, musical instruments. So the kids are actually learning. Oh, wow. Uh, and the healing powers of music is phenomenal. The science behind it, we're just touching the tip of the iceberg of what the real healing elements are. So, you know, during COVID, a lot of the instruments got put away in the hospitals because of cross-contamination mm -hmm. and the kids were isolated and in a horrid uh, time because they need human contact and they yeah. need their music therapist and their child life development. So the isolation's not good for a child that is going through uncertain times uh, with fear and anxiety, with health challenges. Uh, during COVID, they allowed one parent in the room. They couldn't even rotate. It, they had to choose one single person. So the music therapist um, said, we need, we need help. And what we did is we started sending music, uh, in, musical instruments for the children to keep. So now the kids get to take their oh. music gifts home. So That's if we good. give to the ukulele, it goes in their room. If they learn the ukulele, they get to keep it. So, mm -hmm. um, well, the artists, well, we did. We came up with the Shake, Rattle, and Roll program. And you guys, ladies, it's so amazing because we've got all these uh, virtuoso artists that came in. And we have a specific guideline of how they're going to create a video for the kids. It's not pulling something off of YouTube. Kids are stuck in the hospital. They can go on their iPads and phones mm -hmm. all day. Yeah. These yeah. artists are talking to the kids, getting the kids to engage with their musical instruments, wow. showcasing oh, wow. their, their studios at home, their recording studio, and singing and getting the kids cool. to sing that along. That's so cool. Um, so we're so getting cool. ready to launch Shake, Rattle, and Roll. It's literally a video streaming that goes inside the children's hospitals. The hospitals are loving it so much. They're like, wait a minute, our, our staff and our doctors and nurses, they, they need to hear this. Because there's rock legends, you know. The mm. kids may not know the rock so legend. Cool. They might know the song. Um, right. Because a lot of songs are remade now. Mm -hmm. um, but... It, the healing power of the music is going layers deep. 
So we're excited. We got 20 artists that came on board. We were very selective of who we brought in and yeah, we're excited. Um, it's going to be a big Michigan Detroit rollout into the Michigan pediatric hospitals. Then uh, we have a January national rollout plan, but we already have hospitals saying we want it now. Uh, so we've got uh, Holtz Hospital in Miami. And um, wow. Yeah, it's so it's going to roll out. It's going to be awesome. So these artists are just coming together during the pandemic and made beautiful music for the kids. So we'll so have a teaser um, out soon. It's amazing. So Victoria, can I um, ask you to go back a little bit now? Did you start this or did someone come to you and suggested it and you thought it was a good idea and, and, and that's how it all got started? And also do uh, the money that you raise and stuff, is that for like iPads for the kids or do you stream like right on their TVs or how do you get the, the artists to do all of that? Well, I'm glad you asked. And um, as far as the shake, rattle and roll, um, this is something I implemented in um, back in March, um, mm -hmm. probably more like February. I actually wanted artists to start coming into the hospital and doing like drum circles. We have Maruga. Stephen mm -hmm. Booker, who played in our concerts. He was, you guys, he was actually in Woodstock. Oh, wow. You know, he lives <laughs> in Ann Arbor, and he's awesome on the drums, um, all sorts of drum education. So we were going to take him to the hospital and do a drum circle with the kids. So when COVID hit, we had to cancel all these plans, right? So it's like, what do you do? Oh, you make it virtual. We're in a mm -hmm. virtual world right now. Yeah. And <laughs> Look and that's what, that's what we decided to do. Um, I contacted okay. the founder, uh, Susan Michelson of uh, Dick Wagner, uh, Remember okay. the Child Fund, and said, we can't put on a concert. How about we have the artist do this? And she came up with the name of the program, Shake, Rattle, and Roll. So it, it, that name's been around for eons, but we're actually getting it trademarked, so it would be ours. So we're happy. Oh, that's that. oh. great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exciting. So what was your other question? No, I was saying now, um, <laughs> as far as I was just saying, you know, how did you get involved? Did you um, did someone come to you and, and tell you about the program and you just said, oh, this is great. This is something that I want to do. Or, are you, you know, a musician? how did you get it? Yeah. Or, do you play or yeah. <laughs> Victoria, are you a musician? This is about it right here. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I sang in a gospel choir for years. I was with, um, oh my gosh, Larnell. He's a Christian gospel guy. I kind of traveled with them back wow. in the Oh, 80s. wow. So I was always in a women's choir of some kind. So I, I knew the healing power of music. That um, Susan Michelson founded the Dick Wagner Remember the Child Fund in 2014. And what happened was um, I was getting at a point in my life, I said, I gotta, I have to be more creative. There's something mm. in me that's screaming for creativity. And I prayed and I said, God showed it, show it to me. What am I supposed to be doing at the time? I was really good at this and making good money, but I was writing HIPAA compliant manuals and, and privacy act and, and getting in into that legal gamut for the medical. Oh, really? Panel. Wow. Creating manuals <laughs> for doctors. And it was like, I knew it and I understood it and appreciated it. But the creative side into me was really aching and trying to get out. So, um, do you have a medical I background? I took a leap. Uh, I've been not a medical, I've managed chiropractic offices my whole life. Wow. So, what a different. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was just going to say, what a leap. <laughs> But you, it was kind of cool. I was actually at my uh, grandson's uh, soccer game. And I said, I don't think I can sit there and write manuals at a computer anymore. There's got to be something else to life. And um, raising seven kids and a fifth grandchild just came. And I'm like, no, there, there, there's got to be something creative. And I actually got this visual that I climbed a tree and the tree represented hope. And an action step moving upward and onward. And mm. I felt this still small voice saying, do you trust me? And I'm like, yeah. 
this like then climb out on the limb. And I climbed out on the limb. And they said, go a little further. I'm like, okay. And they said, let everything go. And I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. Wow. So wow. I, I said, does that mean I can over. quit? Does, does that mean I can quit my job? I'm, <laughs> I write compliant manuals for HR too. So I'm like, you must give a two week, 30 day notice. <laughs> I did my boss and said, Hey, um, I, I feel like I have to do something big, bigger in life and more creative. I, I like to put in my notice and they said, whatever you want, Victoria, we're here to support you. So wow. I actually quit my job. I don't advise anyone to quit their job, but they gave me permission. They actually yeah. gave me a party and a farewell. And Aww. two days are going by. I'm like, wait a minute. I need a paycheck. Wait a minute. What did I just do? So I started having <laughs> doubt with that decision, Gina. I was in an emotional yeah. state. Wow. Yeah. So I jumped off the branch on the tree. I'm like, did I make the right decision? So now my whole brain's full of, did I make the right decision? Did I do it in haste? Because I'm almost 60 and my hormones are probably going crazy. No, the matter matter of fact is the step of faith was an action step. And it was two days later. um, I almost took that job back, by the way, because I'm like, oh, wait, I, I, I need someone to take care of me. I'm single and this isn't going to work. Two days later, I saw, I met Marshall Block, music producer on Facebook of all places. And I saw that he was doing something wonder with kids at the launch program in Chicago, where they're investing in teens as artist development. And uh, I said, oh my gosh, that was my childlike faith came out of me. It was music. It was the music that needs to come back out of me. Those, that was my, uh, child life. So um, I just hopped on there and, and made a note. I, I want to help. I didn't know him. I didn't know anything about them. He goes, well, I have something bigger. We just founded the Dick Wagner Remember the Child Fund, and we probably could use your help. Well, I dove in uh, hip, hip deep and ended up being the director of development in my hands on so many departments. It's been an absolute blast. Wow. Well, you see how once you, once you took that leap, you, you know, and went out on the limb, everything started coming to you. You see how that happened. You were on Facebook, you reached out to him and, you know, most of us, most of us will hear that voice and we're like, nope, not doing it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. Be quiet. No, yeah. No, no, not today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hearing voices again. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I really admire you for, for like, even though, yeah. like you said, you got scared. A couple, do you like? What did I just do? But that's human because we're human. Yeah. You know, of course right. we're gonna yeah. be second guessing. But you didn't. Yeah. Um, you, you. It, it, it was almost like God knew. That, you know, because they he knows us that you were going to second guess. So he's like, OK, I got to hurry up and put this person in place so she can, you know, keep moving. So I'm glad well, you took the lead. <laughs> your faith outweighed your fear. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is an absolute is. lesson of taking an action step. And it, you know, it was faith is the substance of um seeing or doing without seeing. So I right. had no idea what I was going to do. I didn't have another job lined up and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And God did. He, or I do believe he orchestrated it. And mm-hmm. it's been the most fantastic, fulfilling music journey. Cause not only do you get to work in the music industry with wonderful people um, the Dick Wagner family's growing. Um, and then we were led in the direction to develop uh, music therapy programs, fund them or support them uh, with instruments, um, with teachers, with music enrichment. So our profits from the concerts, that's what we ended up doing. Um, mm-hmm. So the money is very, very directed to a purpose and a calling. And that that's what makes me super happy. <laughs> yes, I could tell. Yeah. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> so, give us an example. So how does it work with the kids in the hospitals? Do, mm-hmm. do How do they learn about the program? 
program? Do they request it? Um, how does it work? Well, right now, um, most of the pediatric hospitals in Michigan have music therapy programs in place. They're funded through various funding. Um, uh, one hospital in particular, CS Mott, we have been giving them instruments for five years. And it's been a beautiful journey because once upon a time, I could actually visit the hospital on music night and they would have a Skyline Cafe and we would bring in mute, we would bring in special musicians as a guest with the music therapist. Oh, yeah. So very sick children with their parents got to have pizza night. Delta Airlines would come in and fund the pizza. And it was just a beautiful collaboration of giving people so the kids could have a night of music, family, and food and gathering. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it. We donated 12 violins and uh, one little girl. I set a violin in her lap and you would have thought I gave her a puppy. I mean, it was, it, it was just phenomenal. We actually have a video of her playing it and we didn't even think she could get out of the wheelchair, but she did. Um, she ended up playing the violin that night has never touched one. It was um, kind of a, but it was the most <laughs> sound you'd ever want to hear. So each hospital is a little different. We do a needs assessment. Um, we launched our first music therapy program at Beaumont and Royal Oak. We actually launched it, initiated it, paid for the first neonatal music therapist. And, and there's just miraculous stories that go with it. And they have the opportunity to be in the hospital around some children in the, around the parents and see the healing power of music do what it does best. Um, it brings the music to life and you see kids come um, alive. You see their fear and their anxiety just melt as well as the parents. Um, right. But of course now with COVID, we don't get to go in. So we yeah. actually drop off instruments or we, um, we ship them. Um, but as far as the shake, rattle and roll program, uh, I'm the liaison with the hospital. So I talked to the child life services about the new program coming and everyone's like a plus they love it. They can't wait to get their hands on it. Um, so we've been working on this for about four months and we're excited. Hopefully the shake rattle and roll will be launched in the fall. Um, we just brought in a famous violinist He's got like 13 Grammys. We brought in Mark O'Connor. Oh, so he's going to do some violin and fiddle playing for the kids. Um, so every day it's like another special artist is coming in on the program. But the hospitals get to, every hospital setup may be a little different. Um, Mott uh, is going to do, uh, they're going to stream it into the kids' rooms. And oh, okay. we're talking about doing a theme like concert Mondays. Um, and then the music therapist will get the, and I'll use this as an example, okay? The music therapist will get all the little percussion instruments in their hands, whether they're egg shakers, tambourines, ukuleles, and um, then the kids get to engage with that music. Uh, some hospitals are set up with the TV and the media streaming in. Other hospitals mm -hmm. are going to do uh, iPads. So okay. it just depends on the facility and how it's set up, but we're finding a way. <laughs> yeah, we're finding yeah. a way to get the music to them and get the artists to them. How yeah, um, how can people oh. get involved? Like artists, what if, for the artists? Oh, that are fantastic! Um, right now, our art inaugural artist uh, for our first layer is uh, full. Um, when we'll do a shout out when we do a second layer, because right now all the videos are in audio mastering and video editing. Oh, wow. um, we have to throw our sponsors on there. So we have some wonderful sponsors that just came in uh, in the last couple months. And we're putting a shout out. If anyone out there is listening and you're like, hey, I want to sponsor some of these artists and videos being streamed into thousands of kids, um, not just kids, but staff hospital staff and parents, uh, you can, you can contact Victoria. 
if you're watching, then you can just inbox me and say, I want a sponsor. So we're, we're where accepting. They, where do they contact you, Victoria? What's the oh, link? They, um, they can actually go to, I'll just say the 800 number out loud, if that's okay. And what okay. I printed, yeah. printed out. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Um, it cut it off. I should know our 800 what? number. You know, they can go, they can go right to the Dick Wagner, remember the child fund. Um, okay. For sure. We'll it's, also post it too in our, in our post after. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get that information yeah. from you and put it in our post as well. Yeah. And, have your, Fantastic. I believe we have your website as um, dwrtc.org. Yes. Yeah. Thank okay. you. So that is it. Okay. Which yeah. which stands for Dick Wagner, Remember the Child Fund. So well, it's posted in the in the post on our page now. It's posted there, but we'll continue after this and we'll go ahead and post it again. So so people who are watching and deciding they want to get involved will know mm -hmm. exactly. Click here. Yeah. Click so, here. That's a good, I like that. Take a leap step of faith and click here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if, if you're an artist who wants to get involved, you're you're full right now, but they should still go through the website and contact you for future. Yes. There is a toll-free number on there they can call and we can set something up because we will be setting um developing a second layer of artists. Um, and then there's artists, sometimes they want to sponsor another artist or, or sponsor instruments for a hospital. Um, mm. For example, you saw the cute little aqua. Yeah. Aqua um, nice. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. We just shipped six of these to Mott along with a bunch of percussion instruments and I even threw in a cowbell in there as a surprise. They're going to open up. And go, oh. <laughs> well, you got to have a cowbell. And bells and ocean yeah. drums and tambourines. But you didn't ask me for a cowbell. You're getting one. If a business I wants to sponsor. Oops. Say I it, Gina. Zoom. Yeah, I love Zoom. I, I literally jinxed us. I'm so sorry. I, so if, if a business would like to sponsor, do, do they get their logo or um, links to their to their website uh, and what on on website, the actual video? It actually, oh, the video? I like you that. Yeah, it actually goes on the video. It will be in the press release. Um, we do a lot of social media damage for them too. Like we really love to oh, get that's honor, good. honors due. Um, yeah. So like, for example, we just uh, brought in School of Rock because their mission's very similar to us. You know, they're teaching kids oh. drums, guitar. And um, so they selected uh, on their sponsorship level, they selected what artists they wanted their logo to be on. Um, so they selected oh, the accidentals. They're the yeah. awesome indie band trio. Oh, you probably yeah. heard of accidentals. Oh right? yeah. Right. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So they're one. I put a shout out. I love this gal. We were lucky to get a Disney princess from Broadway. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Uh, her name's Hannah Jewel Cohn. She's a Broadway star and singer. Um, she was oh, in the Broadway wow. Disney Frozen. Until wow, Broadway froze, you know. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> and she happened to be here in Michigan and Marshall Block at uh, Real to Real uh, recording studio. Mm -hmm. I remember he told me he worked with her once. So I'm like, wait a minute, we need a Disney princess. So I oh that that project was fun because I actually got to be in the recording studio with Hannah Jewell and uh, while she was singing all the Disney songs, and it's oh very animated. Gosh, Fun. And the kids get to sing along. So that that's fun. So we have everything. It's so diverse. We have everything from rock and roll legends to um, an indie pop band to uh, Disney, you know. So I think the kids are going to get a big kick out of this. And the parents and the staff of the hospitals. <laughs> yeah, that's of course. Awesome. Well, and I yeah. think for the artists, too, because, yeah. you know, that's what they love to do is perform. Yeah. And this is an opportunity for them to not feel so stuck. Yeah. Um, 
and, and to and, give and back mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Using their talents. So I think it's an amazing yeah. organization. It's mm-hmm. um can you tell the story? I, I don't know if you will tell mm-hmm. us um the Dolly Parton story that you shared oh with my me. We're hoping to get her. I wasn't gonna it is it it goes into the faith and synchronicity of how you think life's going and just pray. I would love to have her on this program because Dolly, um Somebody just casually told me, you know, you should look at Dolly Parton because I adore her. She's one of the most talented mega stars, but it's her heart, what she does and gives back to the community. And so I was told she's doing this. uh, She reads to kids now books. So She's doing this literacy thing about getting books to kids and she reads. I'm like, oh, singer, sweet voice. She's pretty to look at. Well, she's going to read a book to the kids. So I'm like, yeah, that'd be something. How would I ever get a hold of her? I work with rock legends, but come on, Dolly Parton. But <laughs> um, so I, it was weird because I couldn't <laughs> shake her. She was in my brain forever. And I don't own her records. I don't like, if I listen, if I see a movie or hear a song, I'll know it's her, but it's not like I go buy her stuff. I don't have posters on my wall, you know, anyway, I, I went to Thunder <laughs> Audio. Our beautiful people. Do you know who Thunder Audio is? You guys heard of them? No. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. The backstage people never get credit. So I'm going to pull them up front into the limelight for a minute. They're the guys that build the stages. They're the ones that yeah. ring the stage, set it up. So they have a mega warehouse and it's so organized. I love it. And you walk in, you see cords rolled up on a mega wall. There's like a million cords and every cord has a label and um anyway they they store all of our merchandise because when we put on concerts we put on big you know we sell a lot of t-shirts and stuff like that but anyway (laughs) I'm there visiting I had to get some merch and I looked down this really long narrow hallway I'm like wait a minute what's (laughs) Dolly Parton doing here she was at the very end of the hallway now mind you it's a stand-up cutout of her <laughs> and I looked, I looked at the guys and I'm smirking I'm like you guys have a stand-up cutout of Dolly Parton all the way at the end of the hallway and they're like yeah I'm like wait do you know her he's like yeah we've done a lot of shows and set up for her she's a doll to work with she's one of our favorite oh. and I'm like "Ooh, I was getting those chills I'm like what? <laughs> what's going on so I asked Tony, the owner, I'm like, you wouldn't happen to have her agent's phone number handy, would you? <laughs> so he just pulled it out of his phone and he wrote her number on a sticky note. So, Wow. Wow. I love that amazing. story. Right place yeah. at the right time. Right place yeah, at the right time. Well, yeah. and it's your, your thoughts, you move in the direction of your yeah. most dominant thoughts and mm-hmm. you were thinking about it. It was yeah. something you wanted. And I, what I love about you, Victoria is and we've talked a few times on the phone, but you have such an optimistic mm-hmm. energy about you mm-hmm. that um, you, you just don't seem to be scared. Because honestly, when I was thinking about your organization, I you know it's tough for business right now, but especially yeah. nonprofits, yeah. Is, and especially with the health crisis, and you're dealing with kids in a hospital. But yet you keep moving forward, you keep doing things, you're so optimistic, um, mm-hmm. you make people want to participate and want yeah. to donate. And they do. It, it, it's beautiful, because yeah. it's about the kids, you know, um, I don't want to pull out one hospital amongst the other. But I know some of the music therapists up at CS Mott. And the, the work they do is so phenomenal. They truly are the pediatric superheroes. Um, hmm. they're in the trenches with these kids and they are, al- they are allowed to go in the rooms, um, now one by one, but, you know, some of them, they have to deal with bereavement and play that last song, um, at a bedside for parents, um, and a child wow. and, but the see what the music therapy does and what the music therapists do. That's our driver. That's what drives us. So I don't hesitate to ask an artist. Uh, we saw Matthew um, Hammett. He was the lead singer of Sanctus Real, uh, one of my favorite Christian rock bands. 
um, got me through the toughest time, some of their music over a decade ago. And I, I, I heard that whisper, like that inside voice, I'll be working and affiliated with them one day. And I'm like, mm. yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> well, I saw Matthew Hammond on Good Morning America um, with his son, Bowen, and is such an incredible inspiration, inspirational story. So they write music and the child's overcome some um, massive adversity and the people, the Hammett family is so positive. I'm like, I just felt a drive to reach out to them and called his agent because you just research online. And I, I got the owner of the agency and told him what we're doing. And I wanted Matthew Hammett and his son to be on the show. He's like, all I could do is email him for you. He's in. <laughs> oh, so wow. we got, we got this <laughs> Congratulations. We've got, yeah. we've got this beautiful father and son, songwriters, um, musicians. His son's 10 years old, was born with half a heart. Uh, and he's like my new hero. And I, I think that is what the kids are going to relate to because it gives them a sense of hope mm-hmm. and gives them uh, a sense that maybe I can overcome too. So it's mm-hmm. absolutely inspiring. Um, so we are blessed. We're a blessed charity to have so many artists join us and partake um, of their time, their talent, their heart. Um, so we're excited. Um, I wouldn't have time to even tell you about all the sponsors and the artists, but uh, yeah. we're very grateful for the community of Detroit and our artists and um, in particular, you know, fundraising is so important throughout the year. Um, hospitals will contact us and ask for more instruments. Um, and I got to give a shout out. Oh, I got, I'm going to do a shout out. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Don Paul Wallace uh, did a Facebook and help me out, Rocky. What's the song? Watermelon High? What, uh, watermelon Sugar. Oh, yeah. Watermelon sugar. Hi, hook it up. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles. Yep. Yeah, Harry Styles. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got you. <laughs> he was so great. He was like doing a telethon on Facebook Live and he raised a thousand dollars over a thousand dollars. And we it just kept coming in. I kept posting, yay, it was 750. And then I'm like, oop, we got more. Yay! It's 850. <laughs> went over. It went over a thousand. So that was his wow. goal. He told me over a thousand. So he's a driven, inspiring artist too. But his heart was so pure in this. Mm-hmm. So we immediately, and that's why I keep pulling this bad guy up. We immediately <laughs> took those funds and ordered uh, instruments, and they've all been shipped to the hospitals already. Wow! So, oh, that's, that's great. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, so John Paul. <laughs> Thank you, John Paul Wallace. Thank you. So when you see any posts we're doing with kids and instruments, um, know that recently those were probably from that that fundraiser. So that's awesome. And I I, I know you had uh, Jimmy Bones also did a fundraiser, didn't he? He did. He actually did too. Um, We did an operation restock of instruments. And again, very instrumental in getting, um, he did too. And we, it was phenomenal. As a matter of fact, he's in our Shake, Rattle, and Roll program. Oh. Um, uh, he might even be a guest artist at School of Rock in Canton. You guys oh, want to cool. come out for a live concert in the park? Absolutely. Um, now, if, a, if an artist... If, if an artist wants to do a fundraiser, is that a different process when they yes. contact you? Can can an yes. artist, you know, schedule a fundraiser on their own or how did they do that? We prefer they contact us because there are specific guidelines that we need to abide by because okay. we are affiliated with hospitals. We have those guidelines right. and then we want to make sure we are being represented um, properly because we we build and fund and support music therapy programs. Um, and we have music therapists on our advisory board. So just out of respect, we just make sure they use the right language. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to, so we respect the music therapists, you know, and what we do and what they do uh, 
is different, but we're all on the same page to support the common mission to bring the healing power of music. So great. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so um, beautiful. One, I know Gina's got her fortune back <laughs> there. Uh, but before before we go on, Gina, can you read can you read the link, Gina? I know you have the link to the organization yeah. one more time. So if you're a business owner, if you're an artist, um, or or just somebody that wants to give back and get involved, this is an amazing program. Yeah. And although COVID has, you know, stopped a lot of things, it has not stopped kids from being sick and hospitalized mm-hmm. so right. that the healing needs to needs to go on. So Gina, go ahead and read that link. So the uh, the website address that you're going to visit is dwrtc.org. That's dwrtc.org. Thank you, Gina. And uh, Victoria, one one final question for you. First of all, thank you for your time today. Thanks for being here. Um, one of the things that I've learned from you is that when you think of something, you act on it. You don't let anything stop you or hold you back. Um, COVID didn't stop you. You you guys kept the momentum going. You stuck to your passion and your purpose. What advice do you give to people, whether they're business owners or musicians? Um, there's a lot of people struggling, a lot of people feeling stuck. What mm-hmm. advice would you give to them? It just came to my heart and I can almost cry. It's something my son said. And <laughs> he even wrote it in his journal. Um, fight. Never give mm. up. Wow. wow. Don't miss the anointing that God has on your life. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Victoria. Here. You guys are Thank amazing. You. I like the fortune cookie thing. That was funny. <laughs> Gina's going to read a good fortune. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? We have Gina. Ready, set, go, Gina. Ready, set, go. Victoria, while I'm getting the fortune cookie ready, I'm a teacher. So if you ever need a teacher import or you need somebody, although I'm not a music teacher, but if you ever need a connection to music teachers, I'm your girl. So here we go. How that works. <laughs> You never know when you need a teacher for something. That's, That's right. Yeah. You always Again, need a teacher. I need that. Yeah, note that you always do. I can get out of work. You know. You always so. need it. <laughs> I'm gonna text. Okay. Here we go. So, Again, as always, a perfect fortune cookie. The real kindness comes from within you. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That is good. Yeah, I get it now. Is that why you post the stuff about the fortune cookie? Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Amen to that. All right. Well, Victoria, thank you again. Thank you so much. And um, we'll be in touch. And good luck with with everything. Yeah. And Nora? Yeah. Sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a happy week and a safe week. Yep. Happy 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 holiday. Don't forget, you got your mask on. I don't know if I can do that, Gina. (laughs) 